आई वी एम You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of uh, Kolkata Derby. Oh, oh, sorry. This is the TFG Indian Football Podcast, but we will be talking about the derby. And Chiranjeev with a giggle at the back. He is on the phone uh, and I'm here in the studio. Uh, we will be talking about... Uh, Indian football uh, a blockbuster weekend that we had and uh, obviously when it's uh, Kolkata football we talk about Kolkata football Chiranjit how are you doing are you okay there yeah well i'm sitting uh, right next to uh, shahid minar kolkata it's a favorite, uh, like famous monument and uh, it's like it's, there's a park nearby and uh, i found one of the empty benches uh, and sat down uh, so i'm in a public space So apologize in advance if you hear a little bit of uh, background noise here and there. There's a lot of people around. Uh, so Monday happens to be a travel day for me. Uh, usually Sunday a good, good game happens. So Monday I get out of that place. Uh, so yeah, it, it's pretty calm out here, Kevin. Uh, I mean, right in front of me, uh, if I peel my eyes over the trees, I can see the floodlights of the Mohammedan Sporting Stadium, and I can also see one of the floodlights from the Mohanbagan ground. So. If I just take a walk from here, within uh, three four minutes, I'll reach, uh, reach the Mohammedan Sporting Stadium. From there, if I go down the Goshtupal uh, Sharoni, I will reach Mohan Bagan Stadium. But before that, if I take a left into Leslie Claudius Lane, I will be reaching the East Bengal Stadium. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Chiranjit. Thank you so much for the for the touring uh, uh, preview that you gave us. You can imagine, like I'm sitting right where all the action happens in Kolkata football, yes. and it's pretty calm. Nobody has died. Nobody is having a heart attack. Nobody uh, seems to be losing their mind, and nobody seems to be beating up each other. So, all we're all good on that front, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think uh, so. That just you know uh, gives you a small gist uh, how happy Chiranjit is uh, after being finally beaten. I'm and not happy at all, man. I mean, did you, did you see the match uh, last night? Like, of course, uh, of course. I can I can still see the scoreline in front of me, and I think the scoreline matters. And it doesn't, uh, you know, it, you don't take into account the what happened in the match. The scoreline matters, man. Like. Come it on, does. Man. The scoreline is bullshit. It is. It is. is total bullshit. Just because Mohan Bagan is beaten, you don't want to look at the scoreline now. No, no. See, uh, East Bengal won fair and square. Like if you if you saw the game yesterday, uh, to be fair, I have not seen East Bengal play that kind of football uh, since forever. Like, did you see the way they were stringing together passes and? Uh, like within third or fourth pass, the uh, Mohan Bagan defenders just didn't have any idea where to be. Like they, uh, the way they played, completely massacred the plan uh, the Mohan Bagan defense had created to uh, play some positional marking and uh, try to stop them. It just did not work. And uh, we can clearly see that what Alejandro is doing with this Bengal team, it's working. It's not the prettiest. It's not like a pure Spanish football or something like that. But It's pushing the players, existing players, to uh, you know uh, use their skills to the optimum level. They had a little bit of a hiccup earlier, but now it's working. So East Bengal was a better team last night, and it's a it it uh, it's actually fair that they won the game. Oh yes, right? finally but, we heard it from but, you. Yes, it, it it's completely fair. They were the better team and they won the game. No surprise there. But just the way Venkatesh just Did the things, man, and the the referee. It just leaves a, a bitter taste 
in everyone's mouth because uh, Mohan Bagan fans can have uh, a lot of excuses and they can uh, point out, okay, the referee did this, the referee did that, stole the game from us. East Bengal fans can't be uh, 100% uh, you know, full of brags about uh, this uh, derby that they've got after 33 months. Like the last time they won a Kolkata derby, it was 33 months ago. That's a long time to go without winning a derby and finally they can celebrate. But it's, I think the bad refereeing is just putting a lot of uh, you know water on all of our bags. I, I think the referee issue is something that you know we'll have to work with at the moment till we don't have a concrete solution in place. And uh, not talking about uh, this is that's not going your team way. Uh, so obviously uh, uh, the the red card is I uh, I think we are where we are headed. And uh, to me, I think you know we can give it to the referee. Uh, probably no, he may not be in the best of uh, angles to spot that, but uh, it's somewhere you know. What the referee sees at that moment is—it's not what we yeah. see on TV. No, no, the red card. Red card. I don't have like the second yellow card. I, I'm not that worried or mad about the first yellow card. Was a little bit light. I mean, you did not have to like give a uh, yellow card that early in the match uh, for for that kind of a soft touch. Okay, and and then the same referee just uh, turns a blind eye. When uh, uh, Borha makes a handball uh, directly inside East Bengal's uh, uh, box, which should have been a penalty to Mohan Bagan and a, a yellow card there. He ignores that. Dika gets fouled just outside the box. Uh, he fails to spot that as well. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it, maybe I'm a little bit biased. Or uh, if something else, it did seem like uh, uh, the referee was a lot more lenient. Uh, towards uh, East Bengal than he was towards Mohan Bagan. One thing, though, is, is that the offside thing, when uh, East Bengal equalized, you know, the first goal by Lalzan Nongya. Yeah. Uh, it, it, on the, at that moment, it seemed like an offside, but the replay shows he was not offside. So, the linesman had it correct. That yeah, goal yeah. completely stands. Hmm. Right? So, all the Mohan Bagan fans who are complaining about it, uh, they're completely wrong. Uh, that goal was legit, but... Hmm. Monbagan should have had a uh, penalty. Hmm. And imagine if they're, when they're 2 1 down, they get a penalty, which they uh, really earned. Then uh, it becomes 2 2, and the game just plays out very differently hmm. from that point. Now just coming so, back to, to the offside, uh, yeah. the, the equalizer, I think uh, to me, you know, in the first instance, it did appear offside. In a way, uh, the Monbagan defenders were, were stalled there. Now, I, I think they, they just lost the man completely, and uh, they, were, they were just too confident that uh, it would be you know called out yeah. as offside. Uh, probably, you know, I think that is where uh, it, it made it look like as if you know it, it was possibly uh, it was offside, but. To me, I think I, I think uh, they just lost the man over there, and uh, you know they gave in, you know, just uh, gave it too easily to re- to be called out offside. I think it, it was a last minute yeah, uh, I think, attempt. I think they were. Uh, they all thought. They all genuinely thought it was offside. They were turning towards the linesman. You could even see, like for a moment, uh, instead of keeping an eye on Lalan Mawia, uh, Shankar was uh, turning his head uh, partially towards the linesman, but. He uh, he checked himself at the last moment. But let's not take anything away from Lalan yeah. Mawia. The yeah. guy was uh, amazing hmm. last night. The way he uh, found himself in the right places at the right time. Uh, the way he just just pushed through. You know, uh, you don't you don't score two goals on a derby night uh, by accident. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and, and there's something you know, to be said. Something, yeah. Yeah, no. Just coming back to the point, you know, the way the goals were scored, I think, and each of the goals that was, you know, scored, it had 
each one was better than the other high quality goals and at, at a time you know where, where the things were working so closely you know, the, uh, the score line was so close to each other and uh, East Bengal to some extent I thought they were a little bit complacent after the red card was shown and you know that just led yeah. to uh, Mohan Bagan you know brimming with confidence over there and you know probably you know that that gave in and uh, yeah, Mohan Bagan deserved that that uh, you know, second goal that came in yeah, definitely. Like Mohan Bagan did not give up. They were always uh, fighting uh, till the end. Uh, even even like when you were one man down and the opponent is three one up, it's very easy to sort of get distracted and uh, lose sight of the game. Which is what happened for the third goal actually. Like that's uh, uh, when the second goal happened and they had a fight with the referee. They had zero concentration uh, when the free kick was being taken and they and they paid the price for it. Uh, the third goal happened, but. It it was uh, I think I think the the strategy actually just took away from uh, all the zeal that they showed. Like you want your the coach should be you know encouraging players who are uh, doing well, not just substituting them off. Like other than Malik scores the goal early goal, Mondragon takes the lead. Then before the first half is over, he is uh, substituting him off. Yeah. I, I just don't have any idea. Like, okay, he's the under-22 guy. Okay, you want players to play a, a slightly different role. You want uh, a winger in there instead of like uh, pure uh, pure striking role that Arjun uh, was playing. But the, the kid just scored a goal, right? If if after scoring a goal in a derby, you are you get substituted within like 15 minutes of scoring, then what is the point? Like this. This just does not make any sense to me. Maybe he, uh, Shankarlal, had uh, some, uh, uh, you know, extra plan that he, uh, you know, he thought he could implement. But again, it did not go his way. Right after Fayaz came on, uh, you know, uh, East Bengal took over the game. Yeah. Right? It, it just completely was not in Mohandogan's control anymore. So it's a wrong decision to make, uh, like, he if if he had if it had worked out if Fayez had gotten an assist or two, then uh, maybe uh, you know uh, Shankaral would have been justified. But you have a young player who has come out from your own academy who is uh, going in big games and scoring. You don't sub him off after five minutes. Yeah. I think it was important to take note that uh, you know the East Bengal were, were letting in few from from the wings, and you know uh, yeah. just just the way the first goal was scored, you know that easily beaten from no, from the, the left wing. The thing is, Mohanzawa did not have a midfield. It's the wings that they ever had any chance from, right? Uh, Omar Omar went up uh, from the left wing, came uh, came in with the cross. Uh, Azhar scored the goal. Uh, even later on, it was it was the wings that were creating chances. But it, it, that's that's mostly because Mohanbagan have to put their pressure in there because uh, ever since Pierre Boya left, Mohanbagan midfield has never been right. And uh, even this this season, they they made sure that they were going to have weak midfield in the transfer market itself. They did not find uh, a, a positive attacking midfielder who was able to con- uh, control the game uh, from the uh, midfield. So. That's a, that's a, I don't know if that's a, a problem with East Bengal defense or a problem with Mohanbagan midfield. I think that, that uh, that's exactly no no what you're putting it is exactly where where the game was you know uh, the wing and and the yeah. midfield uh, so cohesive in, in the center of the, of, of the field. Uh, East Bengal were able to make those one touch passes and get that third man yeah. run. You know that that 
small triangles that we're making. I I think uh, Mohan Bagan probably did not expect that would happen. But I I thought you know second half could have been a bit bit more you no know, a composed game from East Bengal, but. Uh, they, they uh, for for a moment i thought they they were complacent and after the red card uh, probably you no know, leading to uh, it could have been an equal fight had uh, both teams had you know 11 on the field but you know it, it is it, it is football it is the kolkata derby you, know, you expect some you know the big things to happen there and <laughs> it was you know if there's no talking yeah. point there it's not the derby then But imagine, uh, what about Jobby Justin, man? Ah, what a finish! What about Jobby? Justin? <laughs> that, that goal, man! You, you don't you score a goal like that in, in the Jobby. His, his career is made. Like, even when he's like 80 years old, walking around somewhere, somebody will stop him in the road and uh, talk about that goal. He's, he's become a hero for life. This, yeah. this is the kind of goal that defines career. Yeah. Uh, Dika had a goal like that. Uh, you know, Lalan Mavia has become a hero now. Jobby Justin as well. Yeah. It's, it's just so great to see an in three three goals that each one goal scored in a game blockbuster game like this. All they came from India. That that shows you something that this uh, you know team has a strong Indian core, and uh, I, you know we can we can take uh, the discussion in two ways from here. We can talk about whether Dhabi Justin should have been called up in the national camp, <laughs> or we can talk about how each one goal has a strong Indian core. Yeah. Where are we going, Kevin? I I I think you no. Know, what I could uh, just pick up from here is uh, Ralte for for the for the set pieces that he had. You know, he's just so yeah. instrumental over there. Uh, the goal also came in from that free kick, uh, and you know, just beautiful how the how, how East Bengal and Mohun Bagan you know up the game when when the derby is there. Stakes are high. You know, there was you know that uh, points for grab. Uh, there was this uh, ranking that they could you know push up in the league table. Uh, This just bring out the best in in the derby, and that just makes it so beautiful to watch. Yeah, yeah. Everything and look, it's a. It seems like if you have the right coach, right Spanish coach, uh, a club in India can have a really good run. But if you have the wrong Spanish coach, it can just completely take you down the drain. Like uh, this, Delhi Dynamo is also trying to play Spanish football, <laughs> uh, and uh, and he's doing all. To try to play Spanish football, it just looks, you know, upside down. Uh, what, what, what is the difference, man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It, it does depend on uh, how how your you know strengths are. You know, when you are not having the the, the skills that you know match your philosophy, match your playing style, it really will not yeah. work in in whatever combination. So on that note, we will uh, take a break, and on the other side, we will talk about more on the Indian football, specifically about I League, and that's coming up on the other side. Stay tuned. Come back to us. Hello, 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 everybody! Welcome to another great week on IVM Podcast. If you aren't following us on social media, please make sure you do. We're IVM Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you guys want to catch Cyrus's rant on Cyrus's live, you can definitely check out Instagram. We kind of publish that live every time we're doing it on Tuesday afternoons. Make sure you check in for that. On Cyrus this week, actually, we had a really great guest, Roshan Abbas. Roshan talks about a wonderful career spanning radio, TV, live events, entrepreneurship, and now he's an author too. It's full of funny stories, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. On Simplified, Chuck Narendra Trik has simplified the central banks and RBI, how they work, and why they've been making the news off late. On the 99th episode of the Seen and the Unseen, Amit is joined by lawyer and policy analyst Amaya Naik. They talk about the rules and institutions that keep populous readers in check and how they are being meddled with. On Vartalab, Akash and Naveen have a fun and insightful chat with Nikhil Udupa. 
and Himanshu Vaswani. They're the founders of 4x4 Experiences and have created Control-Alt-Delete, India's largest crowdsourced live music gathering. On the first three episodes of The Habit Coach, Ashton talks about dopamine, fidgeting, and melatonin. Episodes are out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Give it a listen to improve your habits. On Football Twaddle, the boys discuss Chelsea beating Manchester City, the Raheem Sterling incident, and the Aubameyang incident. On Geek Fruit, Dinkar and Jishnu get into the holiday spirit by discussing the best Christmas movies of all time and their favorite Christmas songs. And with that, on with your shows. Welcome back after the break. I call you to my house. I don't give you a place to sit. You say you come to my house. I'll give you a tit for tat. That's exactly what happened between Gokulam and Real Kashmir. Uh, uh, that's that's you know, in short what I tried to put up uh, in a gist but a whole, whole lot uh, happening in the game that ended 1-1 uh, so Real Kashmir visited Gokulam and uh, things uh, got a bit heated up uh, Twitter handles uh, bringing out details for for the public that didn't know what, what was happening on the ground uh, we had uh, clubs you know acting like as if uh, they were run, really run uh, as personal accounts uh, in the end it's all about the match it's all, uh, all about football and I League you know getting all this uh, outside the Kolkata Derby is beautiful I, I think I enjoyed this uh, but uh, fair and square result Chiranjit uh, what did you make of this uh, tidbits that happened prior to the game well, I, I don't know, man. It, it looks like, you know, it looks like less like a football league and more like an episode of Big Boss earlier, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's not good, it's not good, problem not good. All that shit just went down uh, between the two club social handles. And uh, Omar Abdullah got involved, which was like hilarious. But see, real Kashmir have to sort of understand, like, strikes are big in Kerala, right? And if, if they come to Kolkata and get a uh, strike happening, same problem might happen. You know, nothing will run on time. And uh, those guys uh, told them that uh, we will take you to your training ground, which was at the medical college. Uh, and uh, because uh, BGP has a strike going, the uh, bus will come late. And these guys did not wait for the bus and just walked into the main stadium, which is the EMS stadium in Kalipet, uh, which they were staying nearby. And then, of course, it's gonna have a problem. Of course, they're not gonna have a proper training uh, training pitch because it's not the training ground. You know, it's it's the, it's the main stadium. You can't use the main pitch for practice. So yeah. and and the uh, area near the pitch is obviously not curated for playing football. Right. So I I, I just don't know why they could not wait for another uh, thirty forty minutes. I understand it's a, it's a foreign coach who is used to everything running on time, but. Come on, this is this is literally this is India. Everything cannot run on time, especially when there is a strike is happening, because then the host club has to think about security. Because in Kerala, if you have a bus out on the day of a strike, people throw stones at it, and they don't even know who's inside. They don't uh, care, and they don't understand that this is a football team that needs to be taken to uh, practice session. So some understanding has to be there from the away team's part. And usually, the, the clubs who have been playing in a league for a while, they are professional and they understand the situation. I think it's, it's a bit, it's a combination of a foreign coach who does not understand uh, what a strike means uh, in Indian states and uh, some officials who have not been around uh, that long for uh, for I-League. And, uh, and yeah, and... I don't see that much wrong in Gokulam Kerala officials telling the Real Kashmir team to uh, leave the pitch because 
they were actually not allowed to be in that stadium at that point. So, uh, and, and apparently there was some back and forth, uh, word stayed. And uh, then uh, allegedly, Gokulam Kerala FC, that uh, the, the officials were threatened by Real Kashmir and said, uh, You come to Kashmir, we will show you what the real Kashmir is. Like, this is, uh, again, there is no video of it, uh, of, of those words being said, but if it was said, unfortunately, why, why would you make things uh, worse when uh, it did not need to? Because ultimately, what the Gokulam Kerala FC people were trying to do was to ensure the safety of these people. Yeah. Of the of the uh, of the players of the uh, staff, the coach. Look at what happened. Just to be on time, they uh, if they just send out a buzz, and uh, it it passes through a procession, and the and the people start throwing it. Like how much worse it would have been if uh, the real Kashmir bus had actually been uh, targeted by uh, people uh, during the strike. It would have become a national scandal. Like. Kashmiri players targeted uh, in a South Indian state. <laughs> and those guys wouldn't even know like there are actually players sitting inside the bus. They would just see a bus and throw stones. Then then who would have uh, contained the situation? Things would have been much worse. Right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I don't understand like somebody probably said something to Omar Abdullah who did not understand the situation and they thought like they're in danger. Dude, Probably some miscommunication happened because they don't speak the same language and everybody's English is not perfect. Somebody tried to say something, somebody understood something else. Uh, it is not, uh, this is not like uh, concrete, but my theory is somebody from Gokulam tried to tell them like, this, there is a strike, so if you go outside, uh, you know, it, it, it's not very safe. And uh, uh, then like, Somebody maybe from the uh, real Kashmir FC team thought they were saying like you are not you are not safe here, and uh, somebody called up some politician and said like we don't feel safe here. So see, you, you understand like yeah. how little bit of miscommunication can create so much globally. It, 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 it does so, happen, yeah. but but. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, what was required uh, from both teams uh, did come out towards, you know, at least before the game, uh, that uh, you know both teams made peace and, uh, and they put it to rest uh, by putting out a statement that uh, we want to focus on the better things, we want to focus on what we've come here for, and that was football. I think that that was much needed, and just calm down, you know, uh, before things could have taken. Uh, you know, an ugly turn. Uh, but just coming back to the match, uh, so match the the game did end in a draw, uh, but uh, wasn't a goalless one. Surchandra Singh uh, got got the goal for Real Kashmir, and uh, uh, Pritam Singh, I think uh, he got it for uh, Gokulam. And you know, just uh, the way uh, the the things are panning out for Real Kashmir, uh, second in the table. Uh, Giving a fight, uh, giving a run for all the money that they are, and uh, making the right noises. Uh, Gokulam FC, you know, started off great in, in the in the season. Uh, they're still hanging on there. Uh, not too bad uh, position to be in right now. Uh, good, good working out for for Real Kashmir from from that away travel, Chiranjit. Yeah, uh, draw is a fair result for Real Kashmir. Uh, look, uh, they have. Got enough good few games at home and uh, taken a lead and then a uh, little bit of an uh, easy fixture earlier on as well. Uh, I, I have a theory they will uh, you know drop points uh, regularly from here on, uh, but uh, uh, it's, it's good to see them fighting it out and getting these uh, uh, points from uh, from their travels because ultimately like away games 
for a team like uh, Real Kashmir playing in the top division for the first time, uh, the, the way they have been playing, the way they have been amassing points, uh, even uh, got their confidence up by uh, scoring a good few goals against Lajong, uh, it, it's, it's a good run for them. And yeah. if they can hold on to the consistency, they can for a top four finish. Which is pretty good for them. Kopalam yeah. Kerala FC is uh, in a little bit of a different situation. They are in the second uh, season at the top division. Uh, they they should be winning a little more. Right? I mean, uh, they, they got... Uh, they were lucky when it draw against Mohan Bagan. Uh, but uh, they've been acting, uh, active in the transfer uh, market. Uh, the, the team actually has a good amount of budget. But in this time, uh, they've been uh, running a good squad and uh, they were good goals. Uh, I, I thought I thought Gokula should have taken that game. And, uh, they, they had ample chances, uh, quite a few misses. A uh, little bit more accuracy, and Gokulam actually emerges as uh, one of the one of the most like potentially one of the best teams in the league right now. I would say Singapore is the best team. Uh, the way they have started to play. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's Gokulam Gokulam are right up there. Gokulam can compete with Singapore uh, any day, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean going forward. They will be one of the dark horses in the uh, in the title race, and it's it's not that safe for Chennai uh, City anymore. Like uh, two draws, and then what what's the situation? It's like uh, I think from seven matches, it's twelve points for East uh, Bengal, uh, uh, and uh, how many how many points are Chennai uh, City on? Eighteen points from eight matches. Yeah. Yeah. So potentially a three point gap. So. If they if if uh, if they drop point uh, in the next game, which is against Real Kashmir, and uh, if Real Kashmir can plug it out and uh, get a point from the league leaders, all of a sudden uh, East Bengal can touch uh, uh, this thing, University, uh, and uh, that's that's just a beautiful game coming up. Churchill Brothers versus East Bengal. So if Churchill Brothers win, even they will be willing touching distance for University. So a lot of people are now putting a dent on that league. Hmm. So let's let's see. We're we're in we're in for some uh, very spicy contest as we carry on with the yeah, uh, talking about one more interesting game that happened over the weekend was uh, uh, league leaders Chennai City uh, playing Minerva Punjab and that ended in a goalless draw uh, but not uh, before the game ended you know, uh, at an exciting point uh, where Chennai City you know, could have uh, ended their run uh, of being unbeaten in uh, the league so far. So Minerva Punjab gets yeah. a late, late penalty and uh, guess what? The Spanish keeper of... Uh, uh, of Chennai City, you know, look at look at the signings we talk about. You know, you, you mentioned this in the previous podcast. Now, getting in players, getting a foreign keeper for the first time, you know, it pays out, and uh, it, it's it's saved. And uh, Chennai City are, were, were still was still unbeaten because of that. So just you know the scare that they had, uh, but things are getting you know uh, heated up over there. Uh, so so two points drop for for uh, for both teams. Uh, but I think you know the league just opens up with that uh, one draw that Chennai City had. Yeah, well, Minerva Punjab. The more I look at them, the more I feel despair, man. Like defending champion and uh, just stopping point like that. This is exactly what they did not do last time. Like last season, the run they were on. Imagine if they have a late penalty that 
that's about to steal the game. You would expect 100% of the time, uh, you know, Punjab to produce a chance like that and actually capitalize on those. So it, it, just, it just seems like I'm looking at a very different team, very different squad, very different mentality. I don't know what has uh, happened between, uh, because that was just a few months ago. They just don't feel like the same team uh, they were last season. And, and that's a bit worrying because they're supposed to play ACL, they're supposed to play AC Cup. Uh, <laughs> look at both, both the both the teams, uh, Chennai, Chennai NFC, uh, just lost uh, uh, to Delhi Dynamos at home. Uh, one thing, you know, more correct to Chennai NFC defense than Delhi Dynamos attack. But uh, that team is uh, dragging its feet. And same thing with uh, Minerva Punjab. Little bit better off, but, you know, what what can you say when they, when they just uh, waste opportunities like that? And they could have beaten the league leaders. That, imagine the place that would have put them in. Uh, imagine the mindset they would have been if they had actually gotten the three points. But they have to be satisfied with one point. And, and yeah, it's, it's not good to spice up the battle uh, race. And it's not good looking uh, looking at Minerva Punjab, who are supposed to represent India and Asia in a couple of months. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. It's, it's a sad one. Mm. Yeah, that's there, and uh, you know we we talk about uh, you know talking points in the game. So you know this this game was again not short of it, uh, penalty denied, and you know we will, we will talk about you know referee's decision going either way. But that's about it, and uh, you know we we will uh, have those talks ongoing. Yeah, on that note, we will uh, bring the end uh, for today's show but not before uh, telling you all that we will be talking more on the, the national team selection for the Asian Cup that's you know, already been put out uh, we will have something uh, for you coming this coming your way this week uh, stay tuned for that and uh, on the Indian football bit uh, there's never a moment that we can miss and we will come back to you next week talking about more of Indian football the I-League the ISL that's ongoing uh, till then if you're listening to us on YouTube do not forget to like share subscribe also follow TFG at the rate TFG football for all the Indian football action and uh, IVM podcast app is what is what you want to download uh, from the Android and iOS platforms a lot more podcasts uh, for you to listen to some great uh, uh, topics uh, to be listening on and uh, so that is it from uh, Chiranjit and me Kevin here uh, we will catch you up uh, in another episode of the TFG Indian football podcast till then have a great week ahead Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to listen to attempt number 15 to record the promo for the podcast Varta Lab. Varta Lab. Varta Lab. Varta Lab. Varta Lab. All day, all night, Varta Lab. Oh, yeah. It's a really nice podcast, guys. It's with me and Naveen, and it has really nice stories. Yeah, people come tell their stories, ups and downs, fun times. We all cry at the end. It's like a current joy movie, but in one hour or less. Hey. Yeah, every Monday. Yeah. It's got you. Hi, my name is Anupam Gupta. I'm B50 on Twitter. I am the host of Pesa Pesa, a show that talks money. On my show, I speak to experts from every field of money and finance. From stock markets, equities, debt funds, credit cards, life insurance, every possible area of money and finance that you can think of. We even did an episode on cryptocurrency. I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere. Robo-Advari, startups, just name it, we've got it. At Pesa Pesa. 
वी हेल्प यू मेक स्मार्ट डिसीजन अबाउट मनी यू वर्क हार्ड फॉर मनी नाउ मेक योर मनी वर्क हार्ड फॉर यू न्यू एपिसोड आउट एवरी मंडे एंड यू कैन लिसन टू माई शो ऑन द आई वी एम पॉडकास्ट एप और एनी अदर पॉडकास्टिंग एप दैट यू हैव